Greetings, friends. It is I, Igor, the master's loyal servant. The master wishes me to tell you that when he is conducting his experiments, stitching corpses together and giving them unholy life, he listens to the Sean Geek podcast, which downloads directly from seanmcginnity.ca. Igor, don't forget to tell him to download it from seanmcginnity.ca. The master wishes me to remind you that he downloads the Sean Geek podcast from seanmcginnity.ca, and so should you. It lives! It lives! And the day has come. Da da da. Yep. <laughs> Where are we going? Where are we going, kids? We're heading to KeyCon. Damn straight. Yeah, we got. Uh, how'd that go with uh, the Blues Brothers? We got a half a pack of smokes, a full tank of gas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. So we're gonna drive and see if we get lost because that's what we tend to do, right? Yeah. That's that's our thing. Oh, you got a. Yep. I gotta get it fixed. I got some other things fixed and I forgot that. Uh-huh. I asked them to do that. Okay, so where are we going, watch? Go st- oh. straight. Turn left. Oh, turn left? Yep, right here. Oh, there, yep. Wow, it's behind. So, is the watch keyed up to the phone? Yep. Yeah, it's Bluetooth to the phone. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I see, now it's like 800 meters turn right. Yeah, yeah so I, I just barely managed to get Monday's episode up like five minutes before um, I think it wants me to go this way Yeah. just five minutes before uh, I finished my work day it was good my episode with Karen yeah yeah she she might show up tomorrow oh really if she shows up tomorrow we'll probably have to have her on the panel oh for sure yep yeah so did you have you looked at the schedule? Do you know what's going on? I have, I have no clue what's going on. All I did is I saw I, uh, today. I saw on Facebook the whole the, the lineup of the pinball machines. It looks like there's like five of them this time instead of three. Really? But they're out in the hallway instead of in that room. Okay. Probably keep it more wide open, I guess. Yeah. And you were saying there's a comedy night or something going on? Comedy tonight? Yes. There's a. I think it's a PG-13 comedy at eight. And then a not PG thirteen, I guess. Afterwards, ah, that'll be new. I don't think that's ever. I have ever had that before. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I did. I did look briefly. So when we're on, there's a concert on at the same time as us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Decadent Dave is going to be performing. A concert. Yeah, well, I, I guess it's a concert. I think in that Filking Room. Remember that? Ah, uh, yes. Okay, so acoustic. Uh... Acoustic, yeah. music? Okay. Yeah, he's the, uh, he's, uh, you actually saw him perform, or we know you did not see him perform. He's really good. He's a, uh, he's kind of a legend. He used to be with, I think he, Iron and Wine or something was the group he was with. Has he been to this before? He's, he's there every year. He has a handler that, that brings him, he's a, 
uh, he's blind, so he's got a handler. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I know him. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've heard yeah. him play, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um, I believe, because I looked on the schedule, and I think it says... Whoops. Merge. It's It says that there is going to be an interview with, I believe, Decadent Dave. I'm assuming that's Corey. Corey's interviewing. Oh. He said he had two interviews, so it looks like they're on the schedule. So I think he's doing live podcasting. Like he's not just going to do an interview, but he's actually going to like have audience, I guess, maybe. Right. Is he streaming it live? or? I don't know. Are we streaming ours live? Do you know how to do it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Professional no. podcasting team duo. <laughs> not with the Zoom. See, now if I had the fancy Zoom with the laptop going through there, I could probably stream it. You think so? Probably. I mean, we could we could literally just if we have a good enough internet reception, we could probably stream from our phone. Oh yeah, from the phone you could for sure. Yeah, so we you know maybe we'll do that. Sam Sam was bugging me today, Sam Thompson, mm-hmm. and saying he, he was he was joking he was going to call in to our podcast while we were recording. <laughs> He's gonna to, call to ask us about keys in this convention of keys we're going to. Oh, the key. Uh... Instead of comics. Well, it's, it's keys. It's Keycon, so it's obviously a convention about keys and locksmiths, right? So what is the actual history behind the word Keycon? No idea. We're so, going to have to figure that out. I think that we're going to have to bring that up in the panel. Yeah. I think that's going to be the idea where someone's yeah. going to educate us on yeah. the history of Keycon. We'll ask. Everyone will guess, but no one will actually know. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, you know what? We could do an incorrect headline with it, too. Ah. Keycon comes to Winnipeg. The key conference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Schlag will be there. Weiser will be there. <laughs> Abloy will be there. <laughs> wow, you know your locks. Maybe yeah. you are at the right convention. <laughs> so that, that I don't know, that would be kind of... <laughs> so we're on Portage Avenue. Uh, so we're, we're on our way there. Yes. Uh, it's it's uh, pothole season in Winnipeg. You'll have to cube your wind to turn... Or forget the cumulo when determined. It'll, this will be even funnier. Oh, okay. Well, because I, I can't remember which street we have to turn down to, to go to the. This will lead us to the parking because it did last time. It says to go straight for six minutes. Approximately. Right. <laughs> you know what? It was nice to drive today because I never like drive solo. Like I'm always just driving the, the family around. Right. So I crank the tunes. Do you want to make take a guess at what I was listening to? Uh, what would I do if I haven't been in the car for weeks? The Bullet Boys. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a guess. Wow. Wow. I'm so transparent. <laughs> I was listening to. Oh, well, I got some. I got some news here. I, I reached. Well, I don't know. I reached out to Mark Torian or Tor, Torkian, Torian, the singer for the Bullet Boys. He hasn't gotten back to me. I don't expect him to. He's too big shit to. You know, talk talk to me, but I well, did. Unless he's listening, he's going. Why well, are you going to say that? Then screw yeah. you, buddy. <laughs> Just fucked it over. Sorry, Mark. Our Mark Torian. Sorry, I always get mixed up. His name is M A R Q. That's his first name. Wow. And his last name is Tor- birth name, or is that his stage name? I don't know. Okay. I think he's that's, Italian or something. Very. Uh... Is that an Italian name? Uh, there's a lot of Q's in t- Italian names. I have no idea. I don't know what, like, a mark like that. No. What, uh, 
anyway, whatever. He's, um, so, did I tell you, like, we had hate, we got, we got a, not a hate mail, but someone sent a, a very negative message about an episode where we were talking about the Bullet Boys. Oh, okay. Did I not share that with you? No, I don't think so. All right, well, I said that, I think I, I, I said somewhere in our episode or something that I really, really like the new the newer version of Bullet Boys, not the original lineup, you know, Smooth Up In Ya, Hard As A Rock, you know. Really? Those are the ones I like. I don't know, I don't think I've ever, well, I may have heard some of the newer stuff, but. But, like, I do like that stuff, don't get me wrong, but I feel that they've progressively gotten better wow. as songwriters and everything as they progress, so I really like the last album that they put out from Out of the Skies, which is what I was listening to, Right. and the album before that, Elefante, was, was, was on so many top five lists of the year for that year, it was released, so, so much so that they get signed to a record label again, because they were just releasing independently. Oh. So... In, in some way, in some ways, they're getting respect now as artists. Well, good. I mean, they've been around for a while. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it sucks to be around for a while and not being recognized. Yeah, and they're always one of those bands that are kind of on the cusp because they were the the band that Ted Templeman signed post Van Halen. It was his next Van Halen, or they were supposed to be his next Van Halen. Right. So anyway, a few a few so. All the guys quit eventually, and all those left was Mark Torian, and he just kept, you know, he just kept going, and he was writing all the music. He was he, he took over guitar, and he was just he was it was him and his band. He put a band together to play the songs, but it was all he was doing the writing, like it was all him, mm-hmm. you know, for the last twenty years. So then they get an offer to reunite the original lineup. They all joined. They all get lots of money thrown at them. Go play this festival. Go play that festival. Yada, yada, yada. And that's when I made the comment on our show about, boy, I just like the new the new album. Like, the last two albums have been really good. Or I was commenting about the current albums that I really like. And this guy said, you have no idea what you're talking about. The new albums all suck. They haven't released a good album since <laughs> Zaza, which was their third album. Right. You, you're... You, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, how can you even say that, that the new albums are any good? Hmm. So then, you know, we went back and forth. Okay. Because he commented on our YouTube. So you can go find it. <laughs> but anyway, so, but, so when they reunited with the original lineup, I kind of felt like, okay, the original lineup's to get back together, huh? So you're only going to play songs from the first three albums. That's it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. So I had made a comment. So the comment I had made was, I'm a little disappointed. We're only going to hear the first three albums, you know, after they released so much great material over the last 20 years that they're just going to limit to, you know, three albums during the hair metal era. So that incensed some guy. Who went, yay. Yeah, he was like, yay, finally, the Bullet Boys are back, the real Bullet Boys or whatever. But, well, ends up that, I guess, the lineup was short-lived, and they're back to Mark touring with, I don't know if it's the band from the last two albums or not. Right. I hope so. But I'm excited. It's like, oh, good, then they're touring, and we can actually hear, like, the new stuff. We don't have to just hear the old stuff. So I'm actually pretty excited about that. That's when I decided to reach out to the band. Hmm. So this album's great that I popped in the car today. It's just... 
great. That's the last album? Yeah, from Out of the Skies. Their first major label release in like, I don't know, 20, 20 years or whatever. Because they got dropped like during uh, when grunge hit. Uh, yeah, I think pretty much 80% or 90% got dropped. And a, a lot, lot of, of, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, Def Leppard, they didn't, I mean, they. I think they just continued to make albums, but I don't think they were as big anymore because, because of the grunge scene. They also had a lot of bank though, right? So they could make albums and not have them sell and it wouldn't really matter. Uh, yeah, that too. And uh, other, you know, 80s bands, um, pretty much the, the same thing happened to them. So now we're at the Hudson Bay Company building. This? This thing was built in, uh, usually the dates on 1800s, the... 1800s, right, wasn't it? Or something yes. like that? Usually molded into the side of the building. Now this building, this is something that uh, Tony wanted us to talk about. Tony Stark from the uh, Creative Conundrums. Okay. And she wanted us to talk about this, and I don't know anything. All I know is that the building has been given to the... Uh, given to the Aboriginal community, I guess, as a, to, for something. Right. I, I can't remember what. Uh, I believe there's going to be some uh, placements for uh, housing. Uh, they're going to have housing. Like housing there. inside there? Inside, I believe, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and there was going to be, I think, a lot of, I don't know if it's uh, school or education or, there, or something. They were, they were going to be... Uh, Converting the building, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. But it's not, everything I'd heard of what, like, what was going to happen, like, I'd heard a couple things. It sounded good. Uh, they wanted us to talk about it, but I don't know. Well, all I saw I was know. what was on the news. I, I never really delved into it to, to do any, like, uh, research, but uh, it looks like it's, uh... oh, what's that? OPTN. APTN. Or APTN. Okay, sorry. This is where it is, man. APTN, that's the TV station. Yeah. And we're driving right by the Jets home. Yeah. The, uh... It used to be the MTS uh, Center. Now it's called the, uh... Oh! Well, can you get dismissed? Oh. I have to turn those alarms off. That's the uh, alarm to give medication ah, to somebody. Okay. So now it's called the Canada Life Center. So someone had more money, I guess, to throw around. It used to be called the phone book. What's it? Huh? It used to be called the phone book, right? What? The building? Yeah. Well, they used to call it the phone book. It was the MTS Center, right? So they called it the phone oh, book. Oh, the phone book. Yeah. My God. When was the last time they delivered phone books? <laughs> do you remember the phone books? They don't want any more, do they? With the yellow or pages? Or you have to go get one. Uh, I don't know. You might be able to still get them. My God, the amount of money and, and and paper they've saved over the last at least what twenty years? Yeah. What I'm curious though, with cell phones and stuff, cell phone numbers aren't supposed to be listed per no. se, right? It's not like a landline. Landlines, I think, by definition, have to be listed. Uh yeah. Unless you want to pay, you know, to have it unlisted. Unlisted, yeah. Okay, I think it's turning here. Okay, so right? we turn at the next. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah that's a one way. Side. Yeah, got to go to the next Maybe one we down. Turn there, no. Uh, it's telling us to turn. Go down the next. Hey, who's that? Oh, that's okay. Sorry, thought that was. Uh, 
somebody else. Shit, I think we might have had to turn down there. Uh, no, you can just blast past this one, go to the next one, and then turn around and come back. Because it's all one-way streets. One's going yeah. that way, the next one will go the other way. But where is the parkade? Uh, coming in this way. Is it is for sure? Yeah. Okay. okay, good. And then just get in the left lane, and then uh, then it's like really narrow. <laughs> oh, they still have a Starbucks here. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's not good for me. Why? You like I, Starbucks? I love Starbucks. I'm one of those people that people make fun of that like Starbucks. That's me. You don't have like a light macchiato fluff fluff with a. Yep, that's exactly what oh I. Oh my yeah, god! I, I have a. Well, no, I Three just. Shots of this. I just have a caramel macchiato. That's my drink of choice. Wow, the streets all torn up there. Gonna be able to get in. Caramel macchiato. Wait, am I allowed to turn? Uh, no turning. It's five thirty. No, it's oh, up to five thirty. No, no, on red. On red. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you're good. Okay. Yeah. Next light's just hanging right, and then. The, so what's, hey, so what's look at this, this place? Remember this place, Tom? The Garrick, oh yeah. That That's, was, we played there, man. Is that the last place we played? Uh, we played the Club St. B. That was the last place we played. Uh, straight except for buses and cyclists. This guy can't read. No. <laughs> Broke Zara. So what's in this macchiato? Is it coffee? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a coffee. It's got a caramel flavoring to it. And some milk, basically. Oh, that sounds pretty good. It's, it's really good. It was one of those, like, okay, that was when I don't drink, I didn't drink coffee. And that was, like, the coffee drink I could have. Right. I can turn here, right? Like, um, yeah. Yep. yep. This is the season. Uh, two seasons. What is it? Or, no, three seasons. Three. Yeah. Uh, summer, construction, nope. and winter. Or is it oh, winter, yeah. construction, winter and, and construction, summer? construction, that's it. Yeah. I think that's what it was. <laughs> Nothing else. Yeah. Tearing up the roads. Well, fixing all these damn potholes. Yeah. It's cool when they tear up the road to the point where you can see the old old rails underneath. Yeah. From the old days. Oh, like from the, uh, the whatchamacallit, what do they call those things? Rail cars? Or not rail cars. Trolleys? Troll? Is it trolleys? I don't know. What did they have here? I mean, horse and buggy, I guess, at one time, but yeah. then after that, they, they kind of upgraded like, to the rails. Yeah, it was like, um, this is the overhead rail where they get like a wire that it follows the wire and it provides an electrical current or something. Did they have that? I think that's what they had. So the tracks were just kind of... The tracks were to guide. Just to guide them? To guide them, I believe, yeah. There's no, this wasn't, uh, okay, it wasn't a, a fuel powered. Yep. It was electric, electric powered. So that's one thing... Dove into the history Yes, this is a history podcast after all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you know this or not. Doc, who's on uh, Creative Conundrums there with Tony. Yep. He will be the MC this year. Oh, yes. I seem to recall seeing that. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. It's funny. Like the first, the last KeyCon I went to was the year that I met Doc. And it was, that was the, uh, that was the situation where. Uh, I'd never met Doc. Right. And Doc had never met me. And then Corey said, you guys don't know each other? Okay. And he introduced us. I said, hey, Doc, how are you? Hi, I'm Sean. Hi, I'm Doc. And then he just took off. Corey took off. And then it was like, okay, you guys know each other. You're on, you're on your own. New parking <laughs> system. All parkers must prepay for parking on arrival at the pay stations located at the hotel. Well, being level two Skywalk. Okay. Uh, where are we? New where parking we? system. All kinds of... Let's prepay. 
okay. arrival for parking. Pay stations located in the hotel. And okay, so we'll pay in the lobby. In the lobby, yeah. yeah. I think so we did that we last time. can just go to the. Um, yeah. We'll park and then. Uh, I think we ideally want to go up as high as we, we can, right? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, do you remember what floor we're staying on? I don't know. Oh. Actually, uh, all I have is a confirmation number. Oh. So we'll go to the front desk, find out where we're parking. Yeah, I seem to recall it's. Uh, Parking here is kind of wonky. What if the floors match the parkade numbers? We're actually on the fifth floor. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, okay. we're here, guys. We're here. <laughs> we'll talk later. We'll talk to you later. So here, you gotta gotta set the scene, right? I'm 14 years old, right? Ready and, I'm, and I'm full of the physics bug, and I'm a gopher, right? My buddy Bernie, he's a smart one. He's really the smart one, but he, he want, we wanted to get a bubble chamber. We, we wanted to actually, you know, do some uh, some work with that. So we had we got a bubble chamber made. What's a bubble chamber? A bubble chamber. Um, it's basically is a, a you run uh, supercharged uh, uh, wet material, basically a, a mist, a high high mist, and you run the electrons and whatever the the beam will run through, and it'll it'll basically spark off the fog. Okay, it doesn't matter what the fog's made of. Well, and it's basically water, okay. water vapor, okay? Okay. So, the idea is you, what you do is you, you get a beam of electrons, you get whatever you want to have, and you run it through this bubble, this chamber, and if there's any reactions that take place, you'll see it in the actual, the, the, the actual mist will form, and you can record it if you want to. But to do that, we want to do it in the basement, right? So, we had to go to UBC and get to borrow the UBC machines to bend the magnets in the base, to bend the magnets so we could force a beam of the particle beam that we were doing to go around across the bubble chamber. You're doing this at home? In Bernie's basement. Oh, we, we, stripped down, we stripped down power from a 40 kV line. We shunted down a 40 kV line from outside. Draw the power. 40 what? 40 kV. Kilovolts. 40 kV. You know the standard little power power lines that goes across in your building? We tunneled off that and we built a step down transformer to transfer it into standard electricity. And then we charged up, we had the bubble chamber charged up, and then we had to make an ion source, right? So we got, you know those big round bulbs, like the big bulbs in the ceiling? Uh, metal halide? Light, light bulbs, light bulbs, right? Metal halide or? Well, no, the round bulbs, like the standard, like that, with a, uh, but a round bulb okay. with a light inside. Right. Okay. We got one that was 22 inches on the diameter and one that was 44 inches in diameter. And we silver plated the outside of the smaller one and silver plated the inside of the larger one. So now we had a, a potential across. Okay. You take a standard light filament and you shunt filament light and you can then take the light beam, the electrons in the light beam, and you can maneuver it around and run it across the the bubble chamber. You can do all this. It takes a lot of power. Okay. Okay. So we're setting this all up. We're doing all the work. We got the magnets in, we got this all set up, we got the, the source all set, we're doing all the calculations, and Bernie says, Well we can we can charge up. I said before we do it, get someone who knows what they're doing. <laughs> right? Safety first. So we got, well, we got someone to come in from UBC who was on the thing, right? He says, he takes a look at it. He's really impressed with all this stuff. Amazing. He says, but, you know, you're going to have to do one more thing if you turn it on. What's that? You're going to have to put about a quarter inch lead around the entire thing or you're going to sterilize the entire neighborhood. What do you mean? <laughs> well, 
we were off by a decimal point with the slide rule. We created we weren't creating 0.1 MeV, we were creating 1.0 MeV, which was enough to create positron-electron pairs. We could actually manufacture positrons with this fucking thing if we had turned it on. So, so what we, does that mean? Well, it means we well we had positrons. We would have had a positron for a brilliant. 127, 1 to the 27th of a second, uh, 1 followed by 27 zeros of a second, and then it would basically turn back into energy. Okay, but what, 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 one point one, one what happens when you get positrons for that short amount of time? What does you it get do? An, you get an, a very intense burst of gamma radiation. Oh, so like the Hulk. Yeah. But not as much. Well, no, not as much, basically, but I, I would be alive until I was dead. So, then you and you would have sterilized the neighborhood. The yeah. neighborhood, we would have sterilized the neighborhood, and we would have been dead. Wow! About two weeks later, because you were trying to create what you said a Van de Graaff generator. We were using we were using a Van de Graaff generator to, to generate electrons okay. to go across to okay. get pictures of it across a bubble chamber. So the the, the Van de Graaff generator, the thing where you stick your hands on and all the lightning bolts make and your hands stand on That's a Van de Graaff generator. Okay. The bigger the bulb, the more energy. Right. But because we had a potential across. 22 to 44 inches, and slide rule, <laughs> yeah, but Bernie was quickly taken away by the University of BC and went to their tri-maison faculty. He's been there for almost 50 years now, working in the physics department at the university, and I went off to the computer department and got my got started in computers, because that's what I was doing. Well, then you didn't turn it on. None of that would have happened. Bingo! <laughs> we didn't turn it on. Wow. <clears throat> oh, yeah, we all cut off. All kinds of fun adventures. Yeah. You can edit the, this part, but I purposely played the stupid person for anybody listening to the podcast who doesn't know what a bubble thing is or whatever. You've had to grab generator or whatever, or KVs or whatever. So I was playing Dr. Stupid. Yeah. I've heard the story before. 40 but KV. 40 KV line is 40,000 yeah. volts. Kilovolts. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, it's not so much the rules. Is it like a gigawatt? Okay, the amperage. Okay, Doc Brown. The amperage that kill you. But it's not the voltage. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the amperage that'll yeah. kill you. But yeah. still, 50,000 volts or something, I wouldn't want that to go through my body. 40,000 volts is running at yeah. 15, am 15 amps, I believe. But radiation, no, I don't like that idea. It's like, no. Can't see that. <laughs> okay, all. Sheldon. Actually, no, Leonard. Not Sheldon. Your I'm buddy was Leonard. But your I'm buddy was Leonard, and and the UBC guys were 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 Sheldon. It's like you got the wrong volume there. I'm more like, like uh, yeah. I'm, I'm more like uh, because I, I'm getting the girls, so I don't know. <laughs> well, no, but I mean Leonard. Leonard, you know, basically blew up the elevator. Sheldon saved them all by dumping yeah. it down the elevator shaft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I guess uh, Sean said it was really weird. A group of canvassers. He said he counted twenty. Going door to door, looks like they were peering inside, seeing if people were home before leaving. Neighbors said they were very persistent. And Bell was soliciting as well, again ringing the doorbell multiple times. Okay. Just putting enough of a charge on the phone before I head back. So, oh, I don't know if, it, well, I thought you said his alarm went off, so I'm not well, sure. Well, I was guess if you're right? constantly reading it, it interprets something as a, like, you know, something weird, I guess, if you do it enough times, right. maybe. Or if they're putting it hard enough or whatever, but persistent canvassers, I don't know what that would be. There's no election right now. But why would they be peering in your windows? Is well, to see if somebody's home and they're just trying canvas? to avoid them. Well, it but doesn't it, matter. If, I, if they peer in the window and see me, big rough. 
<laughs> yeah, I know, but I know, but the, that almost sounds like I don't know somebody with a zealot cause. You know, yeah. that sounds like zealots or I don't know what cults, zealots, whatever you Can want to call it. it. Somebody. <laughs> well, it could be a lot of things. Really want to sell you something. Could be somebody trying to sell you something really hard. Sell whatever stuff you know. You know, the guy walking around with the knife, the box of knives. You know, trying to not just box of knives. It sounds more like probably subscription to something. Uh, you know, some sort of financial thing, whatever you sign up for or something. But that sounds like really, really weird. Like, almost, that's why I'm almost thinking, you know, something like, you know, cult, zealots, whatever. That's that's a, like a level of zeal. Because hard salesmen know. You, you knock on the door multiple times if they didn't come. And we're back. It's Monday morning, right after the con. Uh, we're just getting in the vehicle and leaving. So, what did you think of the con? It was laid back, but that's good. A, kind of a slow transition in to um, to KeyCon, which is probably what some what people needed. There's a lot of people that we that, that weren't there that we know very well. But I think I don't know. It was good. It was just the right level of KeyCon, not too over the top, not too under the. Under the rug, it was good. I liked it. What about you? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was definitely low key. The, the hallways were a little, little empty, but um, we had these little pods here and there in the different rooms, and we were still able to uh, to go and talk to some new people and and uh, check out some uh, a couple of the rooms. Uh, my favorite was the dessert room. <laughs> Which yeah, we don't remember the names of any of these of the of the con suites at all. Yeah, just I call it dessert, dessert room. room. Yeah, because I, I poked my head in and I saw they had was it uh, cherry pie, apple pie, cheesecake, and carrot cake. What did you actually get when you? Because you bought dessert there. What did you actually get there? That's what I got. Oh, you got all that. It was a platter. It was like five oh bucks or something God. like that for. Oh look, for, filkers for all theirs on the license plate. Filkers. Oh yeah, cool. And they drive a, a Prius. Yeah, <laughs> seems fitting. Yep. Um, yeah. So that was that was my favorite room. And I think we we, you know, it was a, a laid back atmosphere in there, so you could sit down and, and the doc was there, so we talked to him and a couple other people, and it was uh, it was a good time. Yeah, I had a really good time. And doc actually came to our uh, our podcast uh, panel yep. and, and sat in with us. Uh, that was nice. That was kind of like the first time cross promotion with uh, his stuff with him and us yeah Corey Corey sat in there with us yep that's good and uh, uh, Corey really lucked out when it came to the uh, the room oh god (laughs) Uh, when uh, Sean booked I guess um, with all the flood uh, floods going on um, I guess there was some people like the hotels were booked booked up so I guess he registered for uh I guess a Radisson membership, <laughs> which uh, allowed him to pretty much guarantee a, a room. I assume that's that's how it works. Uh, so we got it that way. And Corey came. Uh, he came down and he said, "You got to see this. You got to see this." So we go up to the room. It looks like the Taj Mahal. <laughs> you walk in, and he's got a kitchenette with a microwave, uh, dining room table, uh, huge living room. Uh, a walk-in bedroom with these huge big doors with a king-size bed in there and a huge screen TV. The bathroom. Yeah, two of them. 
Yeah, one on each one side of the wall, one, one in the living room. Yeah, and uh, the bathroom had a walk-in shower with the big glass doors, which was nice. Mm -hmm. So that must have been, uh, that's probably all they had left, so. Yeah, they just upgraded, because they had to wait a whole day. Oh, they had to wait a whole day? Because they were supposed to get one Friday. Oh, okay. They had to wait till Saturday for a, for the, a room to free up, and that's the one they freed up, so. Yeah. That, now, I was just thinking, though, to split that... You know, four people or something. Yeah, you could. I mean, I know it's more expensive, but you'd have to figure out who's got the king size bed and who's got the pull out couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll take straws. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, yeah, and they had uh, they had stand up comedy. Oh yeah, that, that was Friday, right? Which was uh, I I assumed at the time it was someone who's going up there to talk, but actually it was it was an open mic, so they had people coming up and uh, and doing that. Uh, what else did we do? We did the, uh, oh, the pinball machines. There was four of them. Oh, yeah. One was, uh, Batman. One was Elvira. Batman, 60s Batman, too. Oh, yeah, 60s Batman. Um, yeah, Elvira. There was, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And the Star Wars one, what was it called? The, the Mandalorian? Mandalorian? Yeah. So, they all, they all had their little quirks here and there of how to play, but, uh, Overall, it was very fun. You just you went in there and you could play to your heart's content. So I, I spent a lot of time in there. Yeah, we we, we both managed to get high scores on uh, on a couple of machines. Yeah, that was kind of nice. Yeah, and then uh, we met up with uh, Bob in the game room. Yep. Uh, and James and uh, we all were all playing uh, some games in there for a bit. Yep. And. Uh, Appropriately so, yeah. or inappropriately so, we played Pandemic. Yeah. And then uh, Saturday, yeah, Saturday night, uh, we, well, kind of playing in the game room for a bit, and then uh, kind of wandered around, not much going on, so we just went back, back to the room, pulled out the uh, the desk away from the wall, um, you know, each had a bench, a chair, and two beds, and there was four of us playing uh, that game, Pandemic? Pandemic, yeah. Yeah, played that till... God knows what time, so. We played a bunch of times and never beat the game. Yeah, we came very close. Yeah. Yeah. I think the premise is there was four different diseases you have to cure. We had cured the third one, and then instead of the fourth one, I went and rolled something and I just obliterated everything. <laughs> oh, that was you that, that was you that rolled the final. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> so, yeah, we had a, a fridge that we had in the room was actually too cold, so uh, one of my uh, bubles uh, blew up in there. It just saw the bottom of the can. <laughs> just like Michael Bublé in 2020, 2009, he blew up. Or no, I don't know, whatever, the year he got big. Yeah, so... Bad joke. Yeah, that was a little messy in the fridge. Uh, we brought we brought our own... Well, Sean actually went home. Well, that's a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll cover that on another episode. That was a whole thing. Yeah, so we didn't have cereal bowls. So Sean brought cereal bowls. Uh, it's kind of the things you forget when you get there. to go, ah, crap, I should have brought, brought this. I brought one spoon, one knife, one fork. I never thought to bring two. <laughs> so, oh, we so, so we shared the, shared the spoon. And, of course, they don't give real glasses now. They just give you those cups that are wrapped in plastic individually. So... That's what you have to use. So that's what we ended up using for our, uh, for our cereal. Uh, we did, uh, last night, we actually went and did the buffet. Oh, yeah, at the restaurant, yeah. Yeah, at the restaurant. Uh, and then they had the cellar's uh, area. 
Yep. Uh, just right beside the restaurant. So there was uh, there was one booth where they had it was a, I don't know what they all call it macrame or, or pin. What do they call it? Uh, what is that called? With the uh, with the yarn and they yeah, go through the crochet. The crochet. crochet? Uh, it could be crochet. Uh, and they had a whole bunch of different things there. They had um, like hockey uh, emblems and stuff with little like the squares that you can kind of hang up on your wall. Uh, I saw. Well, I guess I can't really say yet because I went and bought something, but uh, I don't. Someone might listen. Yeah, I don't want anybody to know what it is yet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was. Uh, it was, a, it was a good time. We went to um, went to a memorial. Yep, for for Doug and um, I, I. I didn't know the other the other lady that they were talking about. I, I probably know. I probably know her face, but, yeah. but it was a really good memorial. Yeah, it was very 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 nicely done. Um, Doc was the master of ceremonies at the um, at the beginning. As yep. um, Doctor Crop Duster, or no, Doctor Crop Dust, Doctor Crop Dust, <laughs> which he is, which which he always said was not, it was not Kevin. He said it's not me. That's my roommate. <laughs> His roommate. So yes. he kept joke like he he stayed in character with that that whole shtick all weekend, where his roommate was horrible, and it was you know Doctor Crop Dust. Yeah. And what was interesting is he carried a bag of googly eyes with him. Uh, that's that's what he's known for. He puts googly eyes on things. <laughs> His website is is called Googly Beard. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So all the posters and stuff that are on the wall saying what the events were. Anybody that had a face or there was a cat or something, he put little googly eyes on it, <laughs> and then take a picture and then he take them off again. But so there weren't they weren't sticky ones. They were uh, they had some Mac tack or there was some type of uh, removable adhesive in the back so that it wouldn't uh, ruin any of the posters. So that was that was pretty cool. There we go. Let's get Sean get a ticket on the way home. Yeah. So I'm supposed to go to the last minute. Right. Because of the diamond lanes. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So a uh, couple, two, two interesting things uh, happened in the first day or so. Uh, the first one was using games. Oh, I'm using games. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Actually, well, actually, we won't talk, talk about the first one. That was. We had to get housekeeping up because uh, they had said that the room was ready. And then when we got there, uh, it wasn't. Yeah, so we just like had they to skip a step or two just to get yeah to get to get us in, in there. there. But that was fine. They they were they were very nice. They came up and, and did what they had to do. Oh yeah, they took care of it right away. Yeah. Uh, the second thing was uh, the fire alarm went off. So actually, I have I got some video just kind of walking out the back staircase, <laughs> going down uh, with the fire alarms going off. Uh, and it ended up being, I guess, someone had taken a shower and they left the door open, so the humidity had uh, <clears throat> set off the had, fire alarm. Yeah, it set off the alarm. So, and that's not very, un that's not an uncommon thing. Um, I mean, I'm sure people at home have experienced it, especially if there is their smoke detector is close to the bathroom. Yeah, never have it close to your bathroom. Yeah, I actually come to think of it, mine's outside the bathroom. But as long as, but then again, these hotel rooms don't have ceiling fans. No. As far as I can tell, so the humidity was pretty, pretty high in the in the washroom. Uh, the rooms themselves, we had two two double beds. They were comfortable. Uh, I like the sheets. I found yeah. the sheets very. I don't know what they call it, a thread count or. Oh, probably. Some high thread count. High highfalutin stuff. Yeah, highfalutin stuff. 
So that was, that was pretty cool. I like the way the uh, the shower curtain, it's got like a mesh on the first top, because if it was all one solid thing, it would probably be dark in there. Yes. So yeah, a lot of light in I was, I was looking at it going, geez, I wonder if they, they make these for houses. <laughs> I don't know. It, it got me thinking too, because like, I don't know, ours is, I don't know. Yeah, your generic plastic curtain. Like we just go to the dollar store, just, yep. uh, you know, they start to get dirty, just throw them out, throw another one up. Yeah, so all in all, it was a good con, I think. We stayed up till two last night. Yeah, that was the latest. Just oh, Red Bull. Red Bull oh was there. Oh my God. Yeah, sugar-free Red Bull. I I partaked in that. Oh my God. I, I, yeah, I was up till two. Yeah. I was good to go. Yeah, so now I found something. Because uh, anytime I have any type of uh, sugar, because I usually bring a big, huge bag of, of uh, M&M's. Um, and then I had some type of a trail bar mix that I had brought and anything usually with sugar just puts me right to sleep so this actually uh, kept me awake even though I was eating uh, chocolate and candy so it'll be good to know hey, oh yeah completely counteracted yeah and uh, I guess the the people uh, just as it was starting um, introduction when we first had gotten there uh, there was a couple of people from Red Bull who had shown up and they were walking around with the the backpacks, just kind of giving giving this stuff out. So uh, I found it was a it was a great idea, and I think it was uh, it was great for them because it, it kind of fit in their niche of the people that they were wanting to uh, to uh, come and visit and talk to. So and they're kind of recovering from the pandemic because they used to you know drive around and hand out free samples just to get word out right. about the product. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're home. We're yep. home. <laughs> All right, bro. All right. I guess we'll uh, we'll sign off here. Yep. Okay. All right. See you later, boys. Later. Bye. Bye. Fans of the Sean Geek Podcast, this is the Core Geek talking at you. Did you know that the Sean Geek Podcast has merch available? That's right. Head on over to SeanMcGinnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. You'll be taken to the Sean Geek Podcast store on TeePublic, where you can find the Sean Geek Podcast logo on t-shirts, totes, masks, and more. And best of all, a portion of the sales goes to help support the podcast and allow Sean and Todd to keep bringing great content your way. Once again, go to seanmcginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. And while you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode.